Welcome to the Never Stop Getting Better podcast powered by Guardian Caps. Guardian Caps are a one-size-fits-all helmet cover that help reduce impact for your players during practice. Coach Perry is a huge proponent of Guardian Caps after using them at Pearl High School, and it was one of the first football items he purchased when taking the job at Nixon. Caps are mandated by the NFL for O-line, D-line, linebackers, tight ends, and running backs, and utilized by over 270 colleges, over 3,000 high schools, and over 600 youth programs across the country. As helmets become more and more expensive, the Guardian Caps also do a great job of protecting your helmet investment. See the link in our show notes for more information on Guardian Caps. In each episode, John takes you on a journey of growth, learning, and endless improvement. Whether you're an athlete, coach, or someone simply just striving to get better, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, John Perry. All right, welcome back to the show this week. This is our early week edition, and we have a special guest that's at the house recording this with me. Our special guest today is McCoy Sullivan. McCoy is a junior at Nixa High School, going to be a senior next year, plays defensive back for us, and is a phenomenal kid and a phenomenal leader. Thanks to the thought from Chris Yeager, I've had the thought that on the early week edition, I should bring in some of our kids and let them share some of our uh, message with our football program. McCoy's story is pretty impressive. About a year ago, 12, 15 months ago, he was probably a very small, skinny uh, kid that might have weighed 130 pounds and has since that time, really went to work, not only on his nutrition and eating and being very uh, consistent with that, but also working very hard, turned himself into a starter for us and had a fantastic year on the football field and will be an outstanding senior for us this year. The first thing, McCoy, I would like to talk about is why were you so intentional about gaining weight? Why were you so intentional about uh, you know, being stronger, bigger, faster, you know, like what are some of the things that motivate you? Yeah, I just wanted a bad. I wanted real bad, you know. I hated being on the sidelines, right? Like I wanted to be a good teammate, cheer my teammates on, but at the same time I wanted to be out on the field where I could, you know, make a bigger impact. And that was what drove me the most, right? Like it's got to be an everyday thing. It's what I, on my mirror, I wrote, uh, you know, my sophomore year is I'm going to start for the, Nixa High School football team, and then this year it's I'm gonna be um, all state on my mirror in my bathroom. So you know, and one thing that everybody knows, or by now a lot of people that listen to this show know, if you write down some of your goals, the chance of them happening, you know, are exponentially higher. So you know, as a sophomore, you wrote down I want to start, and as a junior, you did start, but you know, you did not start for the first three, four, five games because you were injured, you know, what about, what about, you know, how did you carry yourself from your standpoint? I know how you carried yourself from my standpoint, but you know, how, how was that being, being reaching one of your goals to be a starter and then not being able to start due to injury? It was, it was real difficult. Mentally it was the hardest part, right? Like the um, rehabbing was easy, but the battle in your mind was the hardest part, right? Cause you work so hard and then, to get injured a week before the jamboree, yeah, I mean, it killed me inside, but that's why I had to stay, stay mentally tough was the hardest part about it. Well, what I enjoyed the most about you were 
you know, you did not want to take yourself out. You know, you were hurting, you were struggling, but you kept trying, you kept trying. And finally, you know, it was a combination of you, me, your folks, the doctor that ended up like having to shut you down because you were never going to get well, you know, if you didn't shut yourself down for a couple of weeks. So, you know, that is being a leader. Today's topic is was the first topic of our Leadership Academy, which was about two weeks ago, three weeks ago now, was Mudita. What is Mudita? Mudita is defined as feeling joy vicariously through others. When we sit down and Nick Wetzel from Buffalo asked me this week, how do you determine what the topics are you're going to cover in Leadership Academy? I sat down, my answer was I sit down and I write, what are the things that I feel like we need most to push us to be a better team. And we finished 11 and one. So last year we were pretty good. What can we do to be 12 and one, 13 and 0, 14 and 0? One of the things was Mudita. You know, how can we be selfless teammates that actually, you know, enjoy other people's success? So lesson number one was about Mudita. You know, like if you want to, be better at something. I believe you can teach kids or young people or adults or older people how to actually be better. So, you know, our story was Mudita. And within our story of Mudita, you know, I used a video clip. Can you explain the video clip? Yeah, so it's Brittany Rogers, right? The softball yep, player? that's her. So she is a, what, all-conference, all-nation softball player? She yeah. was an all, she was a four-time All-American at Alabama. Yeah. So great baseball softball player, and it's their seasons on the line, right? Yep. So she's up to she's up to bat, and her coach subs her out for a freshman, and that's got to be tough mentally, right? When you're full four time All American and you get subbed out because she's having a great season, you know she probably wants to be out there, but she's still got full faith in her teammate, full faith in her coach, and watching her celebrate, her, her the freshman comes in and hit, hits a home run, grand slam, to come and win the game. So. It's a, I mean, it's just awesome watching the joy that she feels when her teammate hits the grand slam to win the game. I mean, it's it's tough, right? Because she gets subbed out. It's not easy. That's hard part is, is the mental battles you go through. Well, think about this, McCoy. What if, what if we're in a state championship game and, you know, we're down seven points and, you know, coach comes to you, that be it me, or, you know, Coach Richardson be a defense coordinator, and we say, McCoy – Man, we're going to sub you out. How hard, honestly, how hard would that be? Yeah, what would that I, feel like? I'd probably be, like, at first I'd probably be upset, right? But you've just got to keep faith that in your coaches, that they know what they're doing, right? They're doing what's best for the team. And then you got to do what's best for the team. you got to cheer on your teammates. you got to be, you got to do what's best for the team in the situation that you're in, right? You might not always be on the field. You might be on the sideline. So if you're on the sideline, you're going to be the best teammate that you can be. And I think this, as we're trying to teach our kids, you know, like, without – learning without knowing without having set through this lesson I can promise you when I'm 18 years old and coach subs me out because you know I'm a I say I'm a high school or I'm a college you know senior and I'm an all-american and they pull me and you know put in another uh, freshman that hasn't really hit all year long I'm gonna be ticked I'm gonna be upset I'm probably not gonna be rooting for that person because I don't even know that I'm supposed to so you know, the moral of that video, the way it ended up was she was subbed out. 
her coach told her, you go tell your teammate that she's going to hit for you and you tell her you can do this. You know, you're ready for this. Be excited. And she was excited. Then the freshman comes up to bat. And what happens then? And she hits the grand slam. She wins the game for him. And what does what does because there's a split camera on ESPN? They're hoping that oh, they Brittany Rogers will yeah, act a fool. They want to slip up. They want the bad reaction, right? No doubt about it. So what did she act like when the young person that took her position? And this was going to be Brittany Rogers' last at bat in her in her college career. What did she act like when the freshman hit the home run? It was genuine joy. Like, she wasn't faking it. It was genuine joy for her teammate, which was awesome. Because it's tough, right? You get subbed out, it's tough. You know, I think that's part of the beauty of Leadership Academy is, you know, if McCoy or if anybody on our team is put in that situation, I'm not going to say that they're going to practice Mudita or, you know, have extreme joy in the success of somebody that took their job, but – the possibility will exist because that thought will be in our kids' minds because of the story that we shared. And, you know, think about this. Brittany Rogers, who was a four-time All-American, she goes down in history and will be remembered forever Mm -hmm. as the best teammate that ever come through Alabama. Whereas if it had just been about the softball, do you think anybody would have remembered her five years down the road? No, not at all. Can you name an All-State player at Nixa five years ago? I can't. I can't either. And I mean, like nobody can, because obviously when we're gone, we're gone. You know, a great story about being gone. Nick Saban, the greatest football coach in the history of the universe, retires. And 30 minutes later, they're not talking about him anymore. They have moved on to who's next, what's going on with the new guy. And like he's forgotten, you know, so like you're not going to be remembered for your titles for your records for your you're not you're gonna be remembered for how you made people feel that day she was extremely joyful for the person that took her job and now she has this uh thing in Alabama that you know this story that will exist forever so you know one thing we want our young people to do is you know leave leave an example worthy of being talked about and that's not about football that's about how you know you treat other people how you make other people feel great about themselves practicing maduta mudita give me an example of you know something that you have done that would be uh you know an example of mudita Guardian caps are lightweight, one-size-fits-all football helmet covers for practice. They reduce 20 to 33% of the impact, depending on the speed and the location. Great for the repetitive, sub-concussive blows that add up throughout the week. Also great for body blows. Used by Clemson, Penn State, Washington, Oklahoma, 150 other colleges, and about 2,000 high schools across the country. Also protect that helmet. If your helmets are getting beat up at the end of the year, Guardian caps can help protect that helmet investment. Uh, so when I was missing the first five games of the year, I mean, that was tough, right, being out. But I had to, you know, know my role, right? I, my role can't be on the field. I just can't be out there. So I had to be on the sidelines and cheering for my teammates. I had to do the best thing I can do. So I had to be the best at cheering on my teammates. So that's I really worked hard to be the best teammate I could be. And through that time, you really were. Before we started um, recording, you know, you talked about, uh, you know, Spencer Ward, mm-hmm. it was our defensive back that signed with Pitt State, was committed to Harvard for a little while. You know, talk to me about that. 
and Mudita as it relates to Mudita. Yeah, like you said, like you, you're not going to be remembered for your achievements, but you will be remembered as a teammate you were, right? Like I will remember guys like John Golson, Spencer Ward. I remember like just how they were as teammates and people, right? Sure. Not on the football field, you know, but as teammates and off the football field. I will remember those guys forever. No doubt. And I will also think about how you were excited for him on signing day. You know, you show up at the signing day party. You know, you are honestly excited that he is being able to reap the rewards of his senior season. And that, to me, is what it's all about. As a as a team member, you know, as a member of a football team next year, what is something that you or other leaders on the team can do? You know, what are some things we can do to, pro, you know, promote Mudita. I want to I wanna be a big influence on the young guys, right? The freshmen, the sophomore that might not get playing time on the field. I want to be someone that they're, you know, looking up to, looking, trying to, I want to be the example, right? That's, cause I, I think about Spencer Ward, right? He was always great with the young guys. It was awesome. And, and, you know, one of the easiest ways is to, you know, encourage them, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you encourage the younger kids and then when they do, you know, when they have something good happen at practice, you know, like we have to celebrate them, you mm-hmm. know, like we have to celebrate them. We And a lot of times our older kids will show up um, at the JV games, at the, you know, the younger level games. And when they score, when they make a big play, when they, they celebrate with them on the sidelining, I think that's really good. In our meeting that morning, one of the things that I remember that stood out to me, and it was actually – Cross Potts was the speaker for his group. And one of the things when we broke into groups and I said, y'all go out there and give me some ideas on how we as a team can uh, promote Mudita within our team. And we came back with several things. We came back with, we need to build better relationships. We need to get outside of our comfort zone and not just be O-linemen, DBs, D-linemen. We need to, you know, intermingle. We need to develop relationships because to celebrate somebody else, you kind of need to know them, right? Well, Cross's group, one of the things they came back with was practice Mudita. Yeah. Practice Mudita. How do you how how do you practice Mudita? Uh, going back to my injury, I think it honestly benefited me as a person. It was a tough time in my life, but each week I think I became a better teammate. Just from the time off, I mean, it was a real struggle for me mentally, right? I had like I had sure. It was bad because I worked so hard to get there and it all falls apart right before the season. I wanted it so bad. So I had to just had to do like what I can do. I could only I could only cheer on, so I had to be the best at cheering on, and I think I got better each week. That's and that's a exactly the answer I was looking for. To cheer on, you know, is to practice Mudita. So when Cross's group came back with, you know, let's practice Mudita, then let's practice it. Let's practice celebrating other people's achievements and it doesn't have to be a touchdown you know like it can be you know uh patting a young player on the back for showing up early it could be in the weight room somebody really finishes a set and you you know you really are excited about them doing it correctly because as we know everybody don't do it correctly we have unlimited opportunities to um, practice Mudita when you're on a team. And it's one of the greatest things about being on a team. How do you feel when you do something great and Spencer Ward or Eli or somebody runs up to you 
to celebrate the interception return for a touchdown. Like, how does that make you feel? It makes me want to celebrate other people, right? It's infectious. It's um, reciprocated. Like, I, when someone does it to me, I want to do it to someone else. And feels it, great. it's kind of like a fire. You know, a fire can start with one match, you mm-hmm. know, and you, you know, it, you know what it feels like to be celebrated. So then you know to celebrate with somebody else. Yeah. And I think that gets us back to, the original purpose in the first um, Leadership Academy was we need to be able to have a team full of guys that are practicing Mudita with each other and not just seniors with seniors, sophomores with sophomores. Like we need to intermingle amongst the whole team, amongst the whole group. And that's my charge as a coach is to bring the groups together. We do a great job right now with the O-linemen you know, they go once a week out to eat, go to a coach's house, the DBs, the wide receiver. Like, we all got these, and we do a great job, I think, of building relationships. But, you know, can you name every offensive lineman on the football team? You know, that might be a chore because we don't, you know, like we don't intentionally put defensive backs and offensive linemen together. So that will be my challenge going forward. Um to do that. Can you think of anything else Mudita wise or from the first leadership Academy that you would want to share? Uh, I want to say something. I think the city of Nixa is filled with Mudita, right? Mm. My first, my first game back, it was, or my first home game back, it was Carl Junction. And I had the interception return for a touchdown. And honestly, I don't remember. I, I picked up the ball. I looked at my hands. I'm like, Oh my God, I got the ball. In my hands. I don't remember running it back into the end. Zone. Right. But I look up into the stands and that was like the moment it clicked for me. Like, this is so much bigger than just me. It's so much bigger than this is team. Like, we are doing this for the whole community. And I feel like I feel great to be able to represent Nixa. Well, that's awesome. And that's an awesome uh, statement. That'll probably be my takeaway from this whole thing is, you know, how our community and our school and everybody has gotten behind us. And it is Friday nights are fantastic mm-hmm. because they do support you know very well and it goes back to you know we do have a vision for our program you know one of the things that you know we talk about a whole lot is we want to be the best program in the state of Missouri and we want to intentionally build leaders and we have a mission statement that is we want to do that so that we can be a great source of pride for our school for our community and for our families so you know, when you play for something bigger than yourself, like that moment, you know, like when you do that and it's such a great moment, you know, like if you don't have other people that celebrate you, that's not as big a moment. You know what I'm saying? Like if there's nobody in the stands and there's no teammate that cares, right? And there are programs like that. There are there are teams we play that something good will happen and nobody will go up and celebrate that, that play or that kid, you know, like you see it all the time. So, you know, I think that, we do have the makings of that in our community, in our school, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And, you know, I just want, just like you do, I just want to get better at it. I want us to celebrate each other all the time because I believe, you know, the little things matter. And when it's most hard is going to be when you're not getting what you want. Yeah. You know, when everything's going great for everybody, you know, and you're getting to play and you're like, man, everything's great. It's easy. But when, you get pulled, but when somebody does, you know, have to go in and take a play for you, how do you act then? You know, can you put the team in front of yourself? And that was, 
the example that Brittany Rogers gave us. And that is the example that we want to talk about or we want to, you know, have as a thought as we go forward because we'll have 90 guys on the team. Yeah. We got 22 starting spots, 44 if you count special teams. You know, like everybody don't get to start. Everybody don't get to make the right play. Everybody don't get to, you know, but can we still encourage our teammates? Can we still be team first, self-second, you know, and celebrate others when things aren't going our way? It's hard to do. Right. Because there's, there's two choices. It's if you're faced with adversity, you can either let it negatively affect you or you can use that to better yourself. Think about this. You know, let's say you are not getting to play as much as you want to play. Like you said, you got two choices. You can be negative or you can be positive. If you're negative, like, I don't know what it's, I don't know what purpose that it serves. Your body language gets terrible. People look at you and they think, oh man, that's a selfish dude, you know, or he's not getting what he wants or he's not, or you can be positive and encourage your folks and have great body language and nobody looks at you and thinks something bad, right, you know, like it's up to you. That energy is infectious too, both bad and good energy. So if you want to react to the adversity badly, it's going to affect the team. It's going to affect other people. React to it good, people are going to see that. They're, they'll notice. And you think about, you know, for you to be the best you can be, that doesn't mean you're not going to be competitive. That doesn't no. mean you're not going to show up for practice the next day and bust your butt so that you can get to play. But if you have a negative mindset because you're not getting what you want, when you do get your chance to play, you're probably going to blow it because you spent all your time worrying about something you didn't get when you should have spent all your time worrying about something that you could have done to be better the next time you get a shot to play. This one, I, that, I saw the notes. as A big thing that resonated with me was competitiveness versus envy. Mm. Do you want to do what the other people are doing to get there or you just want to be there? You can't get to you know being a starter without doing the work to get there. You don't just get put in those situations. You got to compete for it. No doubt about it. And and sometimes in life, life's not fair. You know, sometimes you can you can bust your butt for something for 12 months and maybe you still don't get what you want. Maybe but maybe, you know, it takes you 18 months. Maybe you just hadn't worked hard enough long enough, you know? Like in time, you know, if you'll bust your butt and put put in the work in time, you know, things are going to turn your way, but they're not always going to turn your way on your time. So in the meantime, Work hard, be positive, encourage your teammates, and practice Mudita. You know, Mudita, practice, you know, being as as excited for someone else's success as if it was your success. Mm -hmm. That's hard to do, but it's something that we can practice every day, yep. right? Yep. All right, McCoy Sullivan. Well, I, man, I appreciate you taking the time, Had a great time to chat this up. This will be out really soon for other people to listen to and learn from. Um, you're a fantastic young man. Thank you. You are um, becoming a fantastic leader, hence the reason why you're sitting here. And I appreciate your role and your part you play in the Nixa program. Thank you. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. All right. I hope you'll share this. I hope you'll share this with teammates. I hope you'll share this with your family. I hope you'll share this with people that want to be better for other people. You know, and um, as always, thank you very much for listening to the Never Stop Getting Better podcast. Until next time, adios, amigos.